Hey guys, it's your girl Nia J back again, and I have my beautiful co-host with me, Pamela Nicole. What's up? What's up? And you are officially invited to another episode of Dynasty Queens. Today's episode of Dynasty Queens, you guys, was brought to us by our official sponsor, Fashion Nova. So I want all my lovely, lovely, lovelies to go check out their fall collection. Tell them Nia J since you get your 40% off. Make sure you scan the QR code at the bottom of the screen. And we're going to do it like that. The fall collection, Fashion Nova. <laughs> yes. Okay, girl. So what's today's topic? We'll be getting into, you know, I really want to discuss. They just kind of clear the air with some certain things. Because as influencers, I think people just think that that's what we do. Like as far as just like product reviews, like for me, for instance, with my part-time job, I have to always let people know, like, you know, it's a part-time job. I do have other endeavors that I'm doing as well. I do product review. I do ads. I do, you know, for different companies, this and that. Everybody seems to kind of think that just being an influencer, you're just rolling in the dough, like from the get and that the work is easy and your or influencers don't really work hard. And I think we should definitely clear the air on that, my dear. As you know, like I know, we put in a lot of work. <laughs> do what we do. Yes, we definitely do. Um, for people that are looking to get into it, all of us, I mean, like myself included, I started off really green. Um, my page started to take off like 2018, I'd say, or 2019. And when it took off, it went viral, you know, um, and my, my page is organic as well. So it's like celebrities and stuff. I think I had a couple um, photos that went viral, whatever. So long story short, the offers and deals did start to come in. But at first I was just accepting whatever and posting. I wasn't getting compensated. Ooh. You know, there's so many ins and outs. And if you're looking to jump into becoming an influencer, you have to be well-rounded and know that it's not just about taking cute photos or as today, it's not just about the reels or the content is cool, but you have to be able to monetize off of that as well. So it's not just a walk in the park. <laughs> There's a lot that goes into being an influencer. Um, yeah. And I know you kind of have a similar, a similar story as well. So, I mean... And at the same time, you have to make sure that you constantly have like other avenues. You can't just like quit your nine to five yeah. in the beginning. You can slowly transition, but that's not for everybody either. You know, so there's just so many, so much um, involved in being an influencer. Um, what do you think are some negative, negative things are some of the cons of like, you know, having a platform? I mean, one of the negative things you're going to have, like we've talked about before, you're going to have people that have negative things to say about you, um, people that will try to emulate who you are, fake pages, do scams, do like porn sites, this, that, the third with your face on it and try to monetize off of you when it has nothing to do with you in the first place. It's crazy. Other businesses, they'll try to reel you in promising money and then nothing comes of it. So it's just scams after scams after scams. So you have to know the difference between like legitimate businesses and scams. I think is the biggest thing. 
a lot of girls will ask me like, oh, well, Pam, would you mind looking over this email or look at this DM I'm going about, I'm about to send you? Such and such company, they're going to offer me free jewelry, free this. That's one of the biggest scams on Instagram is these jewelry companies that are like, their, their products are like $400, $500. But if you're a brand ambassador for them, you don't pay anything. Just handle their $25 shipping fee. That's where they get their money. This is cheap jewelry. It's not legitimate. And they're still making a profit off of you by you spending $25 for shipping and handling on, I mean, honestly, jewelry that's going to turn your neck and your fingers green. So that's definitely something that a lot of people that in the beginning, you'll get a lot of those coming in, but it's just, just put that in the trash, just trash, delete anything like that. That's offering you any kind of like free anything, but you pay the shipping. What do you think, Nia? Mm. Back that with me. Like, yeah, I'm, that's crazy. So you're pretty much saying like $3 cost enjoy, but you're paying like 70% of the shipping. Exactly. That, that's insane. Actually, I have a story for the viewers. Um, I don't even know if I told you this story. I, don't, I can't recall, but it was about, um, I'd say it's been over two years now. It was like in 2021. Um, supposedly, I thought a really big brand reached out to me um, and wanted me to shoot for um, their fall collection for 2021. Ooh. 2021, yeah. And um, they wanted me to do it. They were like, okay, we're going to come to you. We're going to come to the Atlanta area. We're going to shoot you at this famous um, train station, like the railway. They had it all lined up. Right, right. Their rep reached out to me. I checked out their page. It's a very popular brand. I don't want to say the name of the brand just because this was a really big scam. Right, right. Now, I hate to think that it was the real representation of this company, so I don't know, but... Um, what it was to sum it up, we were in correspondence for about a month and a half, follow-up emails, this and that. But I kind of noticed early on when I requested, because usually when I do big-time partnerships where I'm getting paid major money with brands, we do a Zoom call or we do some type of FaceTime conference call. I don't even just like to do phone calls. Yeah. When I do the contracts or the big, the big brand stuff, um, it may start with a phone call, but I got to do a FaceTime. Yeah. <laughs> you know, usually. So I found it odd. Like every time I brought that up, she was kind of like, what well, kind of overstepped that question? She's like, well, you know, but everything else she was saying seemed so legit, especially since I'd already been in the game for a couple of years. So I kind of know how things go. I was like, okay. But still in the back of my head, I was like, mm. and just the amount of time and preparation that was put into it. At this point, we're like two and a half months in. So we're preparing to, you know, have me come meet the photographer and shoot. Yeah. So here's where it got, here's where it got weird. So the lady, the rep, she, um, we're corresponding through email and then she texts me on my cell phone. Remember, we've never even had a conversation at this point. So I'm actually getting catfished by a company, right? (laughs) So she texts me. She's like, Hey, so here's what we're going to do. So this gig was supposed to pay me like 2,800, right? She was like, okay, so we're going to send you over the funds for you to pay for the location and for the photographer. So we're going to send you $7,000. Everybody's cut. And at first I was like, I was like, you know what? 
I don't want that responsibility. Right. Can you just please give me what I'm supposed to be compensated? You know? Um, and she was like, no, we're going to go ahead and we're going to, um, going to do that. And then I was like, okay. So then she was like, um, maybe like a week passed and we're getting closer to the day to shoot. <clears throat> so she messages me and she's like, Hey, um, we need to put a deposit down for the location. It's $150. She was like, would you mind, um, She's like, would you mind um, <clears throat> sending that over the 150? And I was like, she was like, because, okay, let me backtrack a little bit. Here's the part I forgot to mention. They sent me a check. Okay. They sent me a check in the mail from the company, right? A $7,000 check. They sent me a check. <clears throat> it came FedEx and everything. Okay. So she's like, okay, go ahead and deposit the check into your bank. And then once you do, can you please cash out 150 to this cash app? And the bank, when they got that check, they were looking at it. They went to the back. They were gone for like 30 minutes. Oh, oh. And they were like, well, the end of the standard protocol, if it's a check over, what is it? Over 2000 oh. or whatever. Um, it's on a hold. Yeah. Just to make sure it clears. Child. That thing is not clear. Happy to posting bounce checks, okay? I'm like, I don't want to be held liable or responsible right. for this nonsense. So they never didn't say nothing of it. They, uh, the bank called me. They even mailed me a copy of it. And they said, hey, this will actually be endorsed. If you can prove it's valid, just bring it back and we'll deposit yeah. it. Even though they knew it was baloney, but they were still nice about it. And after I told that lady, I said, you know what? No, I'm going to wait. I'll send the 150 once the check clears. Never heard from the <laughs> again. And it's a big time brand, right? You know, New York fashion week type of stuff, like an urban line. But the, the thing is, no matter how saturated you think you are in this industry, people will still try to th throw you for a loop. We were in communication for about three months. Wow. You know, it all seemed legit. Everything they were talking about, you could reference it and look up the names and the companies and everything, but it was a scam. That is awful, hun. Oh. And I found the real representative of who was supposed to be reaching out to me. I found her actual, the real chick. I did my research. I found her Instagram and I sent her this long message, but never heard back. So I don't know if, her, if she was actually really part of it or not. Oh, no. I hope not. I mean, she, right. But the name on the, the FedEx packaging, yeah. I think I looked at that person's like, some lady in some part of, I don't know, it was just a lot. In some part of Texas, it wasn't even coming from where it was supposed to come from. So it was just so many red flags towards the end of it where even if you, if it seems too good to be true, like no correspondence besides emails, mm -hmm. please y'all don't jump on it. Don't do it. Do not. So that was my brand ambassador catfish moment. And I really wanted to share that with y'all because I need y'all to steer clear of the scammers because they do exist. But there are some really, really dope and cool opportunities and money to be made out here in these streets with these brands. Indeed. You know? Do you have any brand ambassador horror story? Pamela? Yes, I do. I actually, <laughs> since I'm speaking about the jewelry brands, I was a victim of the brand ambassador jewelry scam. 
Um, so this company reached out to me. They helped me make my discount code. They helped me, you know, get my picture on their website as one of their models. Like, oh yeah. And if you want to put a little quote on how much you love the jewelry before we send you the jewelry, we would love that. And I'm just like, how am I supposed to do a product review on something that I don't have? Whatever. So I did it, whatever. Um, I paid my little $27.95 for shipping and handling for my free jewelry. And it came about a month later. So this was not a quick process. It took a whole entire month for them to send me some jewelry to turn my neck green. I did my little uh, photos and stuff for it. And they're like, well, you can, um, we're going to give you 25% of everybody that buys jewelry from us. Never saw a dime of that money. I had about nine people buy from me and I feel so bad. And I did have to go back and apologize. Say, I'm so sorry. I had no idea. This was an entire scam. Like I had no idea. And, but they love their little fake jewelry. So I mean, more power to them, but it was a learning lesson. It's like, you see that email and it's like, you get so excited. It's like, someone notices me. Someone sees that, you know, I want to do this. And then once you go through it and you see that it's a bunch of baloney, then you see all the rest of them just trickling in like, oh, then you'll get like five, six, seven more different brands with the same agenda. So lost out on almost 30 bucks and other people's money, but learned my lesson. <laughs> so you were pretty much involved in a pyramid scheme and didn't even realize. Pretty much, girl. Pretty much. You know, the funny thing is I, I would see those pages. They would reach out to me, but I could kind of tell they were bots before bots were a thing yeah. because it was always the same. Now, the fact that they actually provide merchandise, okay, mm -hmm. you know, at least that. Um, but the part about them, you know, paying you 25 or whatever. Right. Was there like a contract that you signed or anything or was it just word of mouth? Word, it was word of mouth. And that was before I knew anything about contracts and signing things. It's just, just yeah. have that legality within you and the other individual. So I was just like, okay, cool. Like, and they'd be like, well, whenever we're, it was, and this, this is what I should have known. They were like, whenever you're ready, uh, whenever we're ready, sorry, uh, we'll ask for your cash app and then we'll deposit the money. They never asked for a cash app. They never asked for a PayPal. They never asked for a Venmo. They didn't ask for any kind of information for me to receive payment. So, that was so they're just strictly making money off of the shipping. Exactly. It's like 20 something bucks here and there from all these people around the country. That's a, that's a cool little come up. You know? And then in return, they're giving like dirt cheap jewelry. Got gotcha. on Alibaba buying wholesale and then... <laughs> Girl, that is crazy. Yeah, I just want to make sure that y'all understand what we're saying. So these folks with me, because they were asking for my, you know, um, not account information, mm -hmm. but the way they did it, they sent me something. They sent me a check to further validate that, hey, we are legit, mm -hmm. but mm -mm, y'all were going to give me for 150 or however much, because they probably, if I would have they want to say, okay, let me send the 150. I deposited the check. <laughs> I was, you know, deemed yeah. that, that I would have gone for it. And they probably said, oh, hey, there's another. Can you send? They probably would have been like, can you send the photographer half of his cut now? Like, they probably would have. And I'm sure it's working on somebody because this is a thing that's going, right? Yeah. Somebody is foolish enough to be like, okay. And do it. And do it. But you know what? Thank goodness for these banks. They know the difference. You know, they'll stop it right then and there. But like you're saying, 
some of these people just take my money. It's fine. It'll go through. And it, mm-mm, mm-mm. no girl. And you know, it's funny because it's funny to say before I transitioned to being an influencer and stuff, I was working in insurance and financial services. And a lot of the transactions I would do would be over the phone. So you have to be able to have people trust. You. Right. Right. You know, so jeez. A lot of people be like, I'm, I'm sorry, but no offense, I'm not going to buy insurance over the phone. But a lot of people, they would. Mm-hmm. You know? But these people, I had never had a chance to speak with them. Ooh. Nothing like that. So, it was just a lot of red flags. Like I said, if it seems too good to be true. It usually is. It absolutely <laughs> is. Right. Now, on the yes, plus side, I mean, you do have other great brands. Like, I know you've had some fantastic brands that you've represented. Same on my end. Like, um, I have a couple eyeglass companies. If you've watched our previous season, you've seen my cute little glasses and everything that I do have. Um, those companies actually do a uh, send over product for me. I get to do reels and try ons and um, pictures and stuff with it, just tag them in it. And some of them are just really dope like that. Here's your um, discount code and here's your product. So it's, it's a, it's an even trade and people actually see the hard work you put in and are willing to just do that trade for trade and do it that way, which I'm totally cool with, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Another thing, a little tip that I want to advise people is as you progress and as you gain, you know, exposure and more of a following, you can up your rates, mm-hmm. you know, you can pretty much tell people, what you feel you deserve. Indeed. And there's going to have to be a point in time where you're going to have to start turning people down. So like, well, you know, well, so-and-so did it for, okay, that's them. That's not me. Here's my ring. Know your <laughs> worth. <laughs> yeah, know your worth. It's either this or it's not even me. Because at that point, you know, it's like, oh, okay, she's willing to do whatever for a buck. Mm-hmm. And me, I know my worth when it comes to my brand. So I like to, you know, be compensated a certain way accordingly. And I really made a lot of negotiations, you know, over the years um, to make sure that I'm getting what I feel I deserve. So that's something I'm going to share with all the viewers is make sure that you get what you're, what you deserve. Um, I feel like a lot of the scamming type of brands will kind of cater to people that have, I'd say less than 70,000, less than 50,000, because they know these people are still kind of like green to it. Mm-hmm. So they feel like they'll, a lot of them will just jump like, Oh my God. Like you said, you, when you were new to it, yeah. like, Oh my God, there's, a brand that notices me for sure you know and so i think we've all gone through that phase for sure and i got to a point too near where i would get like the you always taught me this is nia isms as she always taught me to just check the um the other folder on instagram that's what i call the other folder with all the spam and the crap yes because sometimes you'll get some really great you know people that just can't reach you the way that regular everyone else can reach you in your general and primary folders. So um, there have been things in there that I have had to recover and be like, oh, shoot, is it still too late? Can I still participate in this? You know, stuff like that. So you always have to just double check and you'll have some creepy stuff in there too. But what we want is the stuff that's going to make you the great. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I think there was a, like every couple of months, I just go through it. And either purge or just look at what's missing. I think like a couple, like about two months ago, I went through like all these different spam um, DMs. Uh-huh. Of course, I check because I get stuff emailed too. I get stuff emails right. and I also get the DMs. But yep, 
I found some stuff from like months ago or maybe last year now doing business with people that I overlooked on accident before. Um, you know, beauty brands that send me like hair and lashes and bonnets um, to health products, to all kind of supplements, to um, clothing, all kind of stuff that I've done over the years. It's been a lot. Man. You know, I shout people's businesses out, artists, all kind of stuff like that. So just know about what works for your brand, your imaging when it comes to who you're going to promote on your page. You know, I'm not going to promote every brand that reaches out because it's not in tune with my brand. Yes. You know, if a rock band is going to be like, Hey, can you know, can you post this on your story? My followers know I don't listen to rock music. <laughs> so no, I don't have, you know, you know, it's like, it has to, it has to fit. Exactly. You know, beauty, fitness, those are usually the ones that I've been, um, partnering with our apparel, you know, yes. it's the fashion, um, and fitness meets femininity. It's like, the whole the need to, but right. But thank you for letting them know. Cause that's very important. You have to make sure you check that spam, check those DMS, um, that you may miss because mm-hmm. it could be money. money. Another good, uh, little tip. Um, if you're a model out there and you're really trying to just promote yourself and know your worth, like Mia said, and you really want to just branch out, it is so imperative that you make a media kit. I personally have a media kit and that's going to give your rates, how much you charge per hour for whatever services. You just have a list of everything. Almost like when you go to a spa and it has the list of services and the pricing, but it's your media kit. And that's going to be like everything that you have. You have your headshots, you have your full body shots. Um, you have to show your um, amount of followers your percentages, men to women, all kinds of stuff. It has a lot of different ratios on there that help brands determine whether or not, you know, they you're a good fit for them or for photographers. So they'll know exactly what your rates are versus you just saying, oh, I charge 400 an hour. No, you have it legit in writing and you have it in a nice, pretty little media kit for everybody to see. It just looks really nice, clean and crisp. And it just shows how professional you are as an individual. I like that. And that way everybody's getting the same information. So it's not one person. They can't say anything because this is like, like you said, it's in writing. Like, these are my rates. Either let's talk business or let's not talk at all. Period. <laughs> Period. Period. That's really cool. What else do you think um, are some things that our viewers need to know, either be leery of or actually just like know before diving in? Yeah. Um, another good thing, if y'all follow me on um, Instagram, what I like to do I like everybody to make money. So I do my little investigative ways of making money just to see like how it works out and pans out. So if I find something that works out um, and it works out for anybody, like age 13 to 95, whatever, if I find a good app, I'm going to put it out there and be like, hey, let me not gatekeep this. I, I made this much on this. You can too. So I think that a lot of influencers, I'm not going to mention any names, but I think that sometimes and some influencers will endorse a brand and it's just a shit product. You know what I'm saying? And just to get the money, just to get the views to monetize, I'm all about authenticity. I'm all about, you know, real results and, you know, just keeping it real with people. I don't like leading people on like this thing because then you have all these other negative comebacks you see the youtube videos where it's like oh such and such said this about this product and my whole face broke out or you know i went in the hospital because i had an allergy to something and it was supposed to be all 100 natural and there's chemicals in here that i'm allergic to 
just stuff like that. I just, I really think that you should do your own research on products. If you feel a little iffy about it, um, don't just fully go on what an influencer tells you, no matter how many views, how many likes they have, you got to do your own due diligence and look at stuff for yourself. I must say, um, keeping it 100% transparent, you are absolutely right. There's actually a partnership that I did towards the end of 2020. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to say the brand's name or anything like that, or even if I can recall. Um, there was a small Black-owned business. Actually, it was a Black guy and then um, a South Asian man together. Mm -hmm. They partnered together. And... It was supposed to be holistic, you know, the almost like Dr. Sebi-ish route kind of stuff. They were paying me very well weekly. Okay. Wow. Very well to promote this. And I promoted it up until um, when I did a photo shoot with Dynasty up until then. So about five months or so, I was making very good money. But... I'm, I'm someone who's true to who I am through and through. So I started to take the product. Yeah. I started to get like puffiness and swelling under one of these eyes. It was one eye and it started to swell. So I told the guy, I was like, look, mind you, he was paying me to go live, you know, endorse the product. Right. All this, like the infomercial, I was going hard. Like one of the ladies on the infomercials, on the infomercials. <laughs> you know, wow. like, stuff. So I was like, let me go ahead and take it. And I had some swelling. And he was like, oh, that's just the impurities. He's like, matter of fact, we'll go live and discuss your swelling eye. He's like, that's just the impurities. You see the toxins are lifting under your skin. And I was like, sir, I'm not going to take this anymore. Matter of fact, no. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't feel comfortable promoting this anymore because it's not impacting me, right? So I was like, you know, it's about cool. We can probably, I already made good money. <laughs> After I started to have negative side effects, I was like, I don't want to endorse this. Oh, no. So, yeah, things went really left. I remember that, too, because I thought you had, like, an allergic reaction to my girl. Yeah. And I don't know if y'all remember that video with that young man who took the scalp treatment and his whole head blew up, like, real, real big because he had an allergic reaction to it. Yeah. That's what I thought of. I'm like, Lord in heaven, no, no. Did you ever go to the doctor for that? Just to see? No, it went it went down on its own. I was like, you know, I obviously had an allergic reaction to something. Um, and, you know, it, but I, I don't know. He was almost borderline cult-like because the conversations we would have would be like um, third eye. And he would just say something like, he would just be talking all this, like the sun gods. And it was just a lot. Like, his philosophy was about aliens and when you take the product, you're opening your the sock like he was one of those uh your sockers and all whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. Was one of those like, yeah, I don't know. So it was a lot. But I was like, No, sir, you know how to brainwash me into this this uh -uh. Mm -mm. <laughs> mm -mm. this is a cult. I'm good. Right. So when I realized that it really was, I was like, no, I'm good on this whole, he thinks he's like Dr. Sebi part two. Right, like never again. I actually had something uh, like that similar. Um, however, it was um, it was like in an indigenous um, ancient Navajo uh, powder. And it's supposed to have all these healing properties and just 
calm any anxieties that you had, any depression, all this other stuff. So basically they gave me like a list of things like to meditate and you have to breathe in and breathe out on camera while you're promoting this product. It was like a whole entire show, but what you had to do. And then you have this, um, I forget what it's called. I believe it was called a corrupe. So it's something that looks like this. It's almost like a sideways A. And inside of it, um, it's binded here. And then it's like a little straw here and a little straw here. And then you're supposed to put this powder. It looks like gunpowder, girl. You put it inside the longer part of the A. And then you're supposed to put that part in your mouth, put this part in your nose and blow. And that stuff's supposed to go into your nose. I'm like, what is this Indian cocaine? Like, no. Exactly. That's what I'm like. This is some. No. This is some, what's it called? Preserved cocaine. <laughs> no, ma'am. Oh, you know, I forgot. We're going to get back to Navajo dust. But the guy that I was working with, with the, the Mr. Dr. Sebi Parks yeah. guy, he also made me do weird breathing online. He made me do weird breathing techniques online and say stuff, say weird stuff. I forgot. It was like, okay, now I feel like I'm doing voodoo. I feel like I'm in a cult. Right. He was making me say stuff. He was like, mm-hmm. like I don't know. He's like, now we're releasing the the sacred chakra. <laughs> the, the, I don't know. It was like he's like, I need you. Like it was crazy. I don't know. I don't know if that stuff works though. I don't know about ancient healings. Right. It may have some validity to it, but it's not you. It's not, it's not that. It's not, that wasn't it. It was just like, it seems so exaggerated mm-hmm. what he's doing. I get that. I get that. You know, okay. I saw this recently on Hulu. They got everything on Hulu. It's a show called something about, um, it's really something about like either famous people or celebrities or people in the media who went through like really huge court cases, maybe served time. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? That um, white guy that was always on infomercials, like in the mid two thousands, was it the guy that was like doing the like the magic? What was it? He, so his thing, it, it wasn't the miracle water. Guy. Okay. That's another one. This one was the guy who was always promoting something. It was like when men men went bald or weight loss, like you can lose weight, just eat whatever you want. He was always on like the late night infomercial, you oh. know, and. <laughs> Pretty much, they were talking about his story. I remember seeing him all the time. But he was sued by the, um, was it the FCC or something for promoting false allegations. Oh. Like promoting, advertising a product that's pretty much bogus. So he, they wanted him to pay like $27 million in fines. He never paid none of that. Long story short, now he's serving 10 years in prison. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> and he was always... So at first, they, they censored him and said, okay... You can't do any more infomercials where you're selling a product. So this man starts writing books, talking about the remedies in his books and how to solve stuff, health elements and stuff in the mm-hmm. books. So he's like, well, this guy can't sell products. I'm just going to push my books. So he got in so much trouble. <laughs> at this point, he owed like $87 million to people that are watching infomercials late at night. and like, oh my God, you know, this is going to work for me. When we always know, like, come yeah. on now. So you like, again, that's, I think that kind of has transitioned into what we have now with the online scammers trying to get the influencers. Back in the 90s and 2000s, we had the infomercials. Right. Oh. We had the infomercials and a lot of that stuff, which is BS. 
except for like maybe the clap one and the cha 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 chia, whatever. <laughs> but everything else was. <laughs> but you know what kills me too about all the the stuff that's on TV? There's actually as seen on TV stores in these malls, and it just blows oh, yeah. me far loop. I'm like, and that the stuff you pay nineteen ninety nine. And everything was 1999. <laughs> Do you remember those commercials back in the day? They would have like the, this is what I guess production, which just sucked, I guess, back in the day. They would have like the blue screen and like the yellow letters and have mm-hmm. the price. Just four installments of 1999. And you'll have no. <laughs> like the cheesy like footage and stuff, like the horrible acting. Right? <laughs> like, oh, no, no, no. We've come a long ways from that, but like after like me and Jay had told me about the situation with um, the product and the reaction, I told myself, you know what, if I ever come across this, I don't know if I can do this. And I actually did after this was before the Navajo stuff. Um, I had a lady out here in Vegas. She sold and made her own sea moss. And I took it for a while, you know, I read up on sea moss and how good it is for your, you know, your body and just helps cleanse you. I didn't feel anything different. I, I'm not even going to lie to you. I was just kind of like, this is like a jelly consistency. It tastes kind of good, but what am I supposed to be promoting? Like the taste, how it makes me feel. Cause nothing happened. Like I took it for a month and nothing changed. I was just like, Maybe this just isn't for me. Maybe someone else it'll work for, but just mm-mm. not. Did she me. ever tell you like the benefits of? Because I've seen a lot of people promoting sea moss. Did she never went down the like the rundown of what the benefits would be? So for- she sent a card with the package, and it had um, all the benefits. Like it helps with heart health. It helps with um, maintaining weight loss. Um, uh, it has like stuff with collagen in it to help with your skin and your nails and your hair. And I just really didn't see any difference in anything within a four week period. So I'm just like, I don't feel comfortable promoting something that I have not had any changes. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just, I, I'm not yeah. comfortable. Now, beauty products, I've done, I'm actually currently doing um, ambassadorship with a few brands right now in the products that literally just transformed me completely. I'm like, okay, this I can live by, you know? (laughs) So what they have me do, um, they sent the free product and everything. I've already gotten it. I have, I'm pretty much ambassador for life. So every quarter they send me a new product and I have 20, um, it's like 20 events is what they call it. 20 events to do within like a year. So I'll do the product for a year, which is actually working. And I'll do like my progress, like from month to month to month, and then do a full reel at the end of the year of how it's going. And then just other little things here and there that I get paid for. So it's, it's really good. So that I can go by, but anything that's going inside. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like the internal you know, and I've I've promoted other stuff too from um, some of the big names that you know. Yeah. You know, um, I've tried because I guess because you know my page is catered to fitness and stuff. Right. There's been a lot of fitness brands that I've done work with um, over the years, but that one in particular, I was just like, no, this is it's impacting me in a negative way. And his whole thing about oh, that's the toxins like trying to pop out under no. your skin. And just, I don't have time for all that. 
I don't want to see the toxins because I don't want to be up here looking like Beetlejuice <laughs> because it's toxins coming out of my skin. Like, no, come on. And has you kept taking that? Who knows what could have, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was just like, once that happened to you, you're like, mm mm. I had to show you. I was like, Pam, look at my face. Literally, my face. Just, yes. I just, I was just like, oh my God. So that was something I just, you know, I just want people to just know um, based on our experiences, of course, it's your life. And of course, you're going to decide what kind of brand you want to partner with and work with, once again, based on your image or brand. But just be careful there. <laughs> Do your research ahead of time. We were green at some point. We got bamboozled by some brands. And then I've had really great experiences with other brands. So, you know, and then also things are for a season. You know, you may at one point in time decide, hey, I need to move on. Um, this brand does not fit my brand anymore. I've, I've outgrown, you know, and that's fair too. Very. I think that's totally fair when you've outgrown um, a gig. Pretty much, yeah. you know, that can happen too. Agreed. What do you think, um, as far as like, because I know, you know, our viewers know you model and you, you're part of a casting company as well. Um, for people that want to get out there, what would you suggest they start? Like, where would you have them start, Nia? Um, as far as like branding themselves on social yeah. media, you definitely make sure that you have the right type of content. I know right now, reels are everything. Um, you can monetize off of reels. I know last year I made good money off of reels. Um, back when I started, it was all about pictures. And they had like IG Live and stuff. Like we even did our Ooh. thing, you know. We were <laughs> we were doing our thing. Our IG Live was popping, you know. Ooh. So um, it's really about staying current with the trends and the time. I know now TikTok is a really big thing. So go with the avenue that works best. Um, make sure you learn how to monetize your brand. And you really have to know who you are. You have to know what kind of content to post and be consistent yeah. with that content. You know, you can't take if You're really trying to do this and get compensated and have people know who you are so you can make more money. Um, you have to keep posting. You can't take like a three month break and be like, here I am. Because <laughs> then you kind of lose the, you lose the, what's it called? The, you know, the algorithm. That is a great literal term, but I was trying to say you, you lose like the momentum. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you definitely lose the algorithm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hello, that's what it is. If you're not making the explore page, then people are not going to be able to see your content. Mm -hmm. Um, on Instagram, TikTok, all of those type of platforms. Very true. You have to be able to be trending, and when people hashtag you, they have to. You have to be able to pop up. So make sure that you're censoring what you say. Unfortunately, you know, we do have freedom of speech, but you got to be careful what you say on these platforms because they're owned by human beings that you know want you know their image to be displayed a certain way. So. Just be mindful of that so you don't get shadow banned because that's happened to all of us before, unfortunately. Yes. Another thing to add on with the shadow banning. Um, sometimes I know that Instagram doesn't have all the songs in the catalog. I know for me, I'm huge on EDM. There's a lot of stuff that they don't have. And I have to search and search and search. And I'll actually have it, but it's not copyrighted because obviously they don't have it. So you always have to put 
somewhere on the page. It doesn't matter where. I do not own the rights to this song. If you are feeling this video that you want to post on your stories, or you're feeling whatever you got and the song just is not there, please just say you don't own the, the rights to it. That way that you don't get shadow banned. You don't get any kind of things going that Instagram can like attack you for and then get your account closed or whatever the case may be. You just want to just dot your I's, cross your T's at every possible moment. Definitely. That's a really good one too. And even at that, sometimes it can, they can still take it down if they want to. Um, yeah, that happens a lot. I know before Reels had the music, that used to happen to me a lot. Yes. <laughs> even when I would say, hey, I don't do not own the rights. I don't know. I think like probably before 2020, they didn't have it as fine tuned as they mm-hmm. do now. Because literally, I remember one time I got flagged and I wasn't saying anything wrong. I guess it was the way I phrased uh-huh. it. They thought it was offensive. But I didn't say anything wrong. I may have been like, ooh, oh yeah, I killed that. Like, it may have been a walk. Right. And they were like, oh, you're, you know, talking about, <laughs> like, no, 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 no. It was just a phrase, right. you know. So I think before they fine tune the algorithm, it was just like the little Instagram robot just looking at words and not the context the words are put in, which is shadow banning. Exactly. Because, girl, during the pandemic, I was shadow banned for like eight months. I was some bull. Mm-mm. Literally, I and I for the longest time I thought it was something else. I thought it was a post that I put of Snoop Dogg saying something, yeah. but it wasn't even that. Do you know what I was flagged for eight months what? for? It was the um, this is when she was still alive, Betty White. Mm-hmm. It was a picture of her. It was a meme, and she's like, and it says Betty White dies, her hair green in her bathroom, and I think I got flagged. For like false. Oh my god, it was a joke. I was like, they cannot be serious. That's awful. I've actually had like something really bad. I, I've never heard this happen before, but um, a good friend of mine, her page, like she had blown up literally overnight. Snoop Dogg was like reposting her, Nelly, like everybody was reposting her, and she was blowing up, and then um, not even a month into everything. They just deleted her. They took her page. Instagram took her page and she had no access to it. So she had to fight that. She fought and fought and fought. She was like, y'all got to like help me. And like all the fans are out there trying to help her. Get, and she finally got it back. Just say the least. So it took like four months, I think. But I'm just like, dang, they just out here taking people's pages too. Mm-mm. And they always think it's a reason. And sometimes you don't know. You have to do your research on what happened but whenever stuff like that happened i usually would fight it like one of those instances where i said something and they took it out of context they put my post back up and i was like thank god i had like seventeen thousand likes and all these comments so people act like it doesn't like some people say oh viewership and followers don't matter but Mm -hmm. it does because you can monetize it always matters it's not a stunt fame game for me it's not like oh you know i have so many followers more so how much money can Mm -hmm. i make off of what I got it's your livelihood. My motion, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, girl, we could just go on and on because I feel like we're going to have to eventually revisit this topic just to catch up because I feel it's so, it's so yeah. much. And we're still learning too as we continue on this journey as influencers with our YouTube experience and everything. Yeah. I'm sure we'll have more information for our lovely, lovely viewers. But um, for now, 
we're going to go ahead and sign off. Um, thank you once again for watching another episode of Dynasty Queens. Make sure you guys subscribe. If you're not subscribed to the channel, leave a comment. Um, if you have any additional questions for us about being an influencer, please don't be shy. Ask us, okay? We love y'all. So in closing, I'm your girl, Nia J. And I'm Pamela Nicole. And until next time, Dynasty Queen, see ya.